Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to really the last episode of this season of Emergency Contact. MG Washington, how are we feeling about this? I know it's kind of sad, right? Like we've been we've been through it all these two seasons. Um, no, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like we had some really great episodes, really great interviews. You were incredible. If I don't say, oh so my myself. god, stop! Yeah. Honestly, I was in it for the photo shoot. So like, you had me at episode one at concept. You had me at concept. Um, that's all I really needed. But no, I think it's been so fun. Don't you think? Like, no, we it's been so are fun. so funny. No, we're we're obviously a hoot. And like right. to our 19 listeners, we want to thank you for your contributions. <laughs> no, it's been so fun. And it's also been such a great moment for me and you to have like a weekly connect with no obviously. Yeah. No kidding. Because we have constant contact, but rarely do we do it over FaceTime. So well, I and I also, I think this is a perfect moment to thank the queen producer to the stars, Alison Bresnik, who has been really the lifeblood of emergency contact. So raise of applause, raise of hands for uh, Alice No Bresnik. kidding. If it were not for Al, yeah, snaps all around. I would not even know how to turn my computer on, let alone like get an audio <laughs> setup going. And to this day, right, Al, when I logged on, she was like, I was like, can you hear me? But it was just like my lips were mouthing. And she was like, uh, no, but can you hear me? And I'm like, yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me? She's like, nope, I can't hear you. Like, last episode of season two and I'm still figuring it out. So anyways, like you, that's the kind of patience that is required. It's so, so funny. we love you all. Well, um, and for this season, we have really two of the funniest people. We have Jenny Mullen and her sister, Sam, Sam yeah. Mullen. Yeah. And they're so funny. I mean, Jenny, I've known kind of via friend of a friend, but not really ever spent time with or spoken to directly. Yeah. She is the funniest, rawest, honest. I mean, she shared so much in this episode. Right. No, she really did. She is someone who I think is so funny and really, I think moms also like majorly connect with her because everything she says, you're like, yes, she says everything that every mom is thinking. And I love her, her Instagram account, Dictator Lunches, where she talks about like the level of investment that goes in to fe just feeding your children, okay, is next level. And she's so right. Everything she says is so right and so funny. And I can totally relate. And she's really, really honest. She's one of these people who's just like, I'm going to, she's like open kimono at all times. Like the nope. full Within the first three minutes of the interview, like Sam was, you know, talking about their relationship and Jenny interrupts and she's like, we are currently in Zoom couples counseling, like an hour <laughs> and a half a week. I'm like, double right. click, double click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, which is great, which is great. I love that level of therapy. Like, I love that level of commitment to therapy, right? When you're getting involved with like siblings. <laughs> no, and I really do believe that me and you should start some Zoom therapy for ourselves. Oh my God, I would love that. How fun. But we're perfect. Like, you, we you are know, perfect. isn't that wild, Cy? Like, we have known each other for 20,000 years and we've never, we had like one domestic, which is like water under the bridge. <laughs> and it was like a level one domestic. Like, it wasn't yeah, yeah, that yeah. big. No, it wasn't even a domestic, which is, is saying, which says everything about about you and nothing about me because I'm an impossible, impossible human. That's really a testament to you. So I want to thank you for sticking with me. Um, but no, this, and I, you know what else I love about this interview or what I love about Jenny is that she's married to Jason Biggs. Who is a hoot and really gives me such strong throwback vibes. No, I know he's, I find him so funny. Like he's one of those people who you just look at him and you're like, you're hysterical. Like you don't even need to open your mouth. I love him. I think they're like the cutest couple. They're great. So it was like really, really fun to sit down with her. And she made, 
you know, she made us feel like totally comfortable. It was so easy. No, like I felt like she was interviewing us. I was like, you win. Yeah. (laughs) You win. It was super, super fun. Without further ado, this is the last episode of season two, but we're so excited to go with a bang. Jenny and Sam Mullen, here we go. So before we got on, Mel asked me like, how do you know Jenny? And I'm like, well, we actually don't know each other. We were introduced (laughs) via, I guess, Stacy on email last week. Yes. And how do you know Stacy? Okay. So this is so crazy. So I bought my marketing company from this guy, Jonathan Chevin, and he worked with Stacy actually designed our website in like 2002. Uh-huh. Okay. Like she used to design websites. And Mel, for your information, Stacy now has a clothing line called Alice and Olivia. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. Stacey. But she like designed websites like way back in the day and designed our website. So I've known her That's wild. for like 17 years. She was like one of the first friends that I met in New York. And she's the, the most hysterical person too. I mean, the amount of emails that girl is sending, like she could sing. <laughs> oh a my ship. God. It's crazy. <laughs> and what I loved, and I was telling Mel is that you're a phone person because most people hide behind text and email. Right. And when we were coordinating about this, you were like, what's your number? I'm going to call you about this. That's yeah. so wild. I was to call you. I was like, Let, let's just like, let me, well, probably because I was like, there must be no trace. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like a, a sibling is like a natural fit for emergency contact, but we've had some people who don't actually like, trust their sibling to be their real life emergency contact is it was it a no-brainer for sam to be your ec yeah because she thinks like i do you know we both are pretty uh just like we like to problem solve we don't get overly emotional about things we don't like to show our husbands too much empathy (laughs) yes so if like something happened to me i'd be like get my sister in here like she'll (laughs) handle this I don't really trust, like, I just think that Jason would be too emotional to like know what, what to do. <laughs> I'm scared that like, you know, I don't know. I think only my sister would like pull the plug, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Did that. you guys grow up in San Diego? So this is the interesting thing. We actually grew up in separately. Uh, we were 16 months apart. We lived together up until we were probably, um, like 13 ish. Uh, and then my mom, we were growing up together a little bit. Yeah. We, (laughs) but I mean like high school, we weren't together. So like those formative years were sort of, you become whoever you're going to be. I was in Arizona with my dad and she was with my mom, um, all over San Diego, up, Upper San Diego, lower San Diego, every part of San Diego. <laughs> were you guys always close though? Were you speaking all the time? No, we weren't. I, I don't think we were like set up to be that close necessarily. Um, but uh, yeah, but just because like our mom is kind of crazy. So uh, we're working on getting close now. We're actually, we're actually in couples therapy together now. Stop. <laughs> <I'm not> <laughs> I mean, we were, we were close. I mean, we're so close in age that it was like, we're close. Yeah. But there's been like, you know, like it's, it's definitely, it's not, it's, it's been like an interesting relationship. It's, it's definitely not without, well, you know, when you're like 
that close, sometimes it's not a great thing for siblings. I think sometimes yeah. the breathing room is better because then you have your own friends. You're not dealing with like, right. you're not sort of like enmeshed in a way that like feels like you can't, you know, be whoever you want to be. A hundred percent. And I also feel like when you're so close in age, sometimes like my brother and I are a year apart and we like hated each other until we were 21. And then once we separated, yeah. we weren't in the same household. I was like, okay, we can do this. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's, that's true. I need to double click on couples therapy because this is something <laughs> that Mel and I need to go, need to go do stat. So is this like real, <laughs> like actual therapy you do via yes. Zoom? Yes. Wait, an hour is this and a half. an hour every and a half week. every week? Oh my god, that's so indulgent, Sai. Let's do it just for the vacation. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hundred percent. We, we probably should have done it years ago, my sister and I. But like, well, one, like we couldn't have afforded it years ago. <laughs> right? There's that. <laughs> Not anyone good. Right? <laughs> Not anyone good? Yeah, totally. But um, but it is crazy because you know we're we're going back through like an entire history of growing up and realizing that you know a lot of our, our like preconceived sort of ideas about each other aren't actually based in reality. It's sort of like our projection of what that other person is and right. how like we've been hurt by it and kind of like harboring it, but never, you need a third person to, because Samantha and I, if we started talking about that shit, like we'd, we'd kill each other. <laughs> right. death right. match. We need a third party to kind of keep us like, I don't know, hearing each other. Right, a hundred percent. And are your husbands close as well? Can the four of you go on like trips together? Is it that kind of relationship? So Samantha married Jason's best friend. And like the way I met Jason was actually through Samantha. No way. Through a guy that like kind of wanted to date Samantha, but Samantha wasn't into him. Like, can <laughs> I tell the can I tell the Hawaii story story, Sam? Well, what do you mean? Yes, we, we say you can. So basically like this guy and Samantha went on a date. She's like, I hated him. I'd like, you know, it was one of, it was Pache on Laurel Canyon. She's like, I just like drew on the table all night. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> and she's like, I'm never going to like date him again. I'm never going to go out with him again. So it was like, she was just like ghosted him, radio silence. And then all of a sudden, right. He texted you one day and was just like, fine. Like, I, no, he I, just wouldn't stop calling. And so then I, like his desperation turned into confidence. And I was like, interesting. Okay. He just like, won't <laughs> stop calling. And then, then he asked her to go to Hawaii with him. And she was like, okay, like <laughs> fucking guess. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's that was amazing. her second date. They went to Hawaii I've together. Been to Hawaii. Right. You got to like take it when the offer's there. And he Hawaii. was like, yes, I- so. And so and, like, he was like a total gentleman, like, you know, and then I was like, okay, we went, we had a great time. So I was like, pseudo dating him not really and then he was producing a movie that jason was in and jenny just got out of a long relationship and no, jason was like, didn't get the part yet we were both auditioning that's why it was like i hated jason at the beginning <laughs> he was pretty much like getting it so anyway he said you said set me up with someone and you never said that before and then he suggested jason and then you said okay i'll do it if we all go together on a, on a blind date. <laughs> so wow. before he said Jason, he actually was like, I'm going to get you an audition for this, this Kate Hudson movie. So 
I go in on the movie and he didn't know I could have sucked. Like I could have been terrible. He was just trying to like <laughs> fuck my sister. He didn't care. <laughs> you know, and then I ended up like going back to the producers or whatever. And he's like, so do you want to see the girls that you're up against? And I was like, I mean, I've only been waiting for somebody to ask me this my whole life. <laughs> yeah, give me the fucking passcode. So I'm online and he goes, while you're at it, we're choosing between these two guys. One is this guy the other is Jason Biggs. And I remember in my head, I was like, fuck Jason Biggs. Like he's famous. I'm not famous. Like, why am I going to root for the famous guy? Like give it to that Joe Schmo because he deserves a shot. Just like I deserve a shot in life. <laughs> right. And then I watched the tapes and Jason was like, really? I mean, I still tell him, I was like, that audition was like the best audition of your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But, but I had, I called Doug back and I was like, he was really, I can't, I was blown away. And then he's like, um, you want to go on a, on a double date? Oh, but my then God. Jason, no, you said, I'll go out with him, but I'm not going alone. You have to come with me. Correct. But they <laughs> called the night before, and Jason was stoned. He was staying at the Hollywood whatever. I don't know. One of those like haunted hotels on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> and he was stoned out of his mind. And we were all like on, a th- on like a group call. And I remember after the call, this was the night before we were going out. I said to Samantha, I was like, he's not funny. <laughs> I'm like, I'm over. <laughs> I don't want to go. Samantha goes, Jenny, it's free sushi. Let's just do it. Did <laughs> <laughs> I? I don't remember. And it worked. <laughs> okay. And it worked. And you know, so- she ended up with his best friend, uh, you know, shortly thereafter. And um, Sam, I was obviously stalking you on Instagram, as oh. you do, pre-podcast. <laughs> I love it. And you are a musician, but also I feel like you're like a, like there's some sort of fashion blogging going on. The outfits are so strong every day. Oh, thank you. No, it was, I mean, I like sort of abandoned that shit, but yeah, I was doing that for a little while. Like, um, you know, I love, I'm like, a, I'm a total consumer. I, I love like shopping. Oh, we and love that. Mm-hmm. Putting things together and um, yeah. I used to like do it on like the cheap and now I just like buy everything. <laughs> and, I love that. And yes. Yeah. Um, thank you though. Yeah. And growing up, did you feel like your sister was always funny? Like, I feel like people like Jenny, you have this, you have this following that is like cult, like, like these yes. women that knew we were interviewing you today yes. were yes sending me so many messages being like one time she posted this thing on Instagram and we still die. I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Calm down. Slow your roll. No, every mom I know is like, uh, obsessed. It's like, you cannot No, it's wild. People, people die for you. It's real. And, and, and Samantha, my question to you is like, is this something you saw in childhood? Like was Jenny (laughs) always like the funny one in the family? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> definitely she was always very witty and quick and yeah and and interesting yeah she used to like buy these like papered masks and pretend she was like other people <laughs> like you know those paper <laughs> ones that only go over like your like face and they tie around your head like she'd be like yeah. an Asian like geisha and then she'd be like the like studious bookworm <laughs> like she, and I think she was writing like a novel when she was like in I don't even know like fourth grade or something do you remember that what yeah. was it called? Well, that's so funny. It was like a murder mystery. But it, was yeah. it was like basically the plot of the movie Clue. 
you got to use what you got available. And you guys, the funniest part is like, I used a dictaphone and I wish to God. Oh my God. So official. uh, Oh my God. I mean, that's like almost playing the part of journal of like author at that point. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) But I had one tape that I remember listening to years later where it was like mom was getting ready to go out on a date, of course. And she's like screaming (laughs) at us in the background and like Stevie Nicks is playing. And I was like, God, that's such a perfect like capsule of like our childhood. (laughs) It was a dark and storm. Jenny, I also, I die for your manifesto in your book. I just want to read it to you, Melissa. I don't know if you've heard this. I'm going to read it to you guys right now. This is my mission statement. My manifesto, my plea to women everywhere. Indulge your inner sociopath. People are judging you anyway. (laughs) No, I love that. It's so true. It's so true. And like, what was, and like, is that something that we've all, is that like a, a, a common thread you've always felt? Or when you became a mom, you were like, the judgment is on. No, I think it was worse before I was a mom. I mean, like, I, I also always say like an ex that doesn't talk to you is an ex who isn't over you. And like, I have a lot of those because I was <laughs> like very psycho. <laughs> <laughs> like psycho with ex-boyfriends or psycho with current, your current just, husband or psycho in general? Psycho. I mean, I, no, like I stalked my husband's ex-girlfriend like more than I ever stalked any of my exes. She was like more infinitely more interesting to me than like anyone I actually dated. <laughs> but like, you know, I did like make a short film about kidnapping my ex's new girlfriend and like that didn't go over well. <laughs> like there's things I've done that I'm just like, whoa. It is kind of <laughs> retrospect when you say it to the couple's therapist <laughs> plan the way you maybe intended at the time. I also like, feel like when you have, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I feel like people give out parenting advice all the time. Yeah. Like and we everyone don't want has, it. Right. We're not interested. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. I don't know. Maybe you are, Jenny. I'm not. I'm like, that's like, a pass for me. Five, man. No yeah. shit. Like these kids are alive. They're fed. Yeah. Okay. That's an A plus. What else? (laughs) I haven't killed them yet. It's 2020. Like I'm winning. Yes. Yes. What was, yeah. What was the genesis for the dictator lunches? Which by the way, like your kids are eating better than I ever have. (laughs) (laughs) Dictator lunches. Like, again, it's like, I do feel like as parents, like we all try to make up for whatever like deficit we had in our own childhood. Right. For me, like, well, and Samantha, since she's here for both of us, like our mom was not around. She worked. And when she wasn't like, she worked by day and like dated by night. So it was like, we were just on our own. And I think, you know, both Samantha and myself, it's like, we try to like show up for our kids. I think in a way that like, it's healing for us. And for me, the lunches are just sort of a manifestation of that. And it's like, I'm like, I want him to know because I'm not the one picking him up after school every day. And I am a workaholic, you know, just like my dad. And so it's like, I want to be sure that he knows that I am putting in an effort. And for me, it's like food has always equaled love. So that's kind of like how it started. And I'm a storyteller. So I like to tell a story with it. (laughs) Now, does he like them? Or does he ever come home with like critiques? Because my kids love to come home and be like, I don't know why you packed me this. I've never liked this. I'm like, actually, you ate it last week, but sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like Caesar, you know, like, like in like, (laughs) you know, like in these like gladiator death matches where it's like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like you. Like, that's basically what he does. He'll come home and be like, Mom, today 
And he oh goes, man. <laughs> right, right, right. Really make sure you feel it. Or they'll be like, why did you buy the pumpkin spice Lara bar instead of the chocolate chip Lara bar? And I'm like, well, forgive me for trying to be seasonal. Like, sue me. <laughs> these kids, these kids, especially when it comes to lunches. So I love that account. It's hysterical. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Has there ever, have you guys ever experienced an emergency together? We always ask our guests. Yeah. Like, has there been an emergency, you know, where you were living, you know, as children? Was there ever anything in your home? No, even though I always thought we were going to get, like, kidnapped. That never really <laughs> <did> happen. That never came to fruition. I mean, earthquakes, but, like, it was never that bad, right? right. I mean, remember, a, like, a few earthquakes, but, like, nothing, no, like, emergency, like, evacuation. <laughs> right. I would say, like, only, you know, like, with just like family, you know, cri medical crisis type of stuff. Right, right. Not like actual. I've never had an emergency either. Mel, have you had an emergency? No. I mean, I got stuck in a hurricane once in Mexico, but it was pretty like comfortable. We had that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happened to us too. Yeah, it wasn't scary. It was like, I was like, okay, I'm stuck in Mexico. There's worse places to be. But no. Can you believe it? Si? We're due. Oh my God. Like we better no, all knock on, we better all knock on wood. Yes. All of us knocking on wood. Okay. Now is a really important time. We need to talk about Judy. Okay. Mm. MG Washington. We do. Judy is an emergency preparedness brand founded by myself and my co-founder Josh. And it is something that over the last year, we have all seen how important it is to be prepared for all emergencies, whether it's an emergency in your home, a domestic emergency, or these high consequence emergencies. Now is the time to be prepared. You need the supplies, you need the tools, and most importantly, you need the education of what to do when an emergency strikes. For example, Melissa, do you know what to do in the middle of the night if you have a fire in your home? Oh my God, I have absolutely no idea. I feel so unprepared, but but I know I have a Judy. I have a Judy and I know where it is. So I can tell you that's the first thing I'm gonna grab in the event of any emergency, including fire, but something tells me I should get outside. <laughs> no, you should 100% get outside, but practicing right. those drills with your family is so important. And that's what Judy's all about. It's the tools and the information to be prepared. And Judy, like what I love about Judy is it makes it stress-free and headache-free to be prepared for all emergencies. It's such a no-brainer. We spend hundreds of dollars on beauty products, on wellness products to make us feel better, yet we spend no time and no money and no resources on things that could quite literally save our life. So whether you buy a Judy or make your own emergency kit, it is so important to be prepared for emergencies. But can I add to that, somebody who is so anti-clutter, like to the point of neuroses, Judy is my dream product because everything is so tidy. Everything has its place. Even the box is like chic and tidy and visible, right? In a basement, it's definitely going to stick out because I don't know about you, but everything in my basement is like gray. Yeah. So the Judy being bright orange is perfect. And I love all the products in there. Sometimes I open the Judy. I'm not even kidding, Sai, when I'm in the basement and I'm like, this is so well designed. Like I might go thank down you. in flames just appreciating the design aesthetic of Judy. No, thank But it you. won't be your fault. Thank <laughs> you so much. We basically Marie Kondo-ified the Judy system. Yes. Because when you yes. need a hand crank radio and you need your first aid kit, it's got to be organized. You have to know where it, it is. It has to be in one place. You can't run around the house. What are you, crazy? I, you don't know where anything is. It needs to be in the Judy. It's perfect, perfect, perfect. You need and it. And for Everyone our listeners, thank you. For our listeners, we have a special discount because we love you and we care about you and so does Judy. 
Yep. Tell us, Melissa, what's happening with this discount? So when you go to judy.co forward slash EC and use the promo code JudyEC, you get 15% off your Judy kit. I mean, guys, what do we have to do? We have to, we have to hand deliver this with white gloves. Get the Judy. That's right. So the next part of the podcast is our favorite. And Jenny, what you don't know is we've spoken to Samantha before and asked her a series of questions. And oh, we're no. now going to quiz you. Yes. To see if your answers match up. Melissa? <laughs> okay. So the first question we asked, wait, Sam, can I, or Samantha, can I call you Sam? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Canadians love a nickname. Like my husband's always like, you will take a two syllable name and shorten it to like a head motion. Like I, <laughs> I need to shorten a name. So if that's okay oh, with yeah. you, I'm going to call yes. you Sam. Please. Okay. I guess it's laziness. I don't know. Okay. So, so Jenny, what habit does Sam have that annoys you the most? Mm. Yeah. She like will spin. Like if <laughs> I can tell her something, she, she, she'll need to hear it like 20 times before she believes me. Like even with an outfit, she'll be like, I don't know, should I keep it? Should I not keep it? You know, she'll go round and round. I'm like, it's fucking cute, just keep it. <laughs> okay, so that does sound annoying, but Sam wrote it, but that is not what she said. She said, falling asleep with the TV on. Oh, I hate that too. Yes. Yes, falls asleep yes. with the TV on. <laughs> yeah. I need like total silence. Okay, Same. so- I yeah, guess yeah, we haven't yeah. slept in the same bed in a while, so. That's a you forgot. Question. You forgot how annoying <laughs> you forgot. I forgot she does that. Oh. But now you remember. Um, okay, so Jenny, what is your biggest pet peeve? Just in general, your biggest pet peeve. Hmm, my biggest pet peeve? I can't just say, like, my kids. It's like No, um, I know. Believe what? me. That's understood. <laughs> That's understood. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. My biggest pet peeve is, like, when somebody, like, you know, my biggest pet peeve is honestly, like, I fucking hate it when I am with like a group of people and like the husband like only wants to talk to the guy, but oh. like, I fucking am like, I hate you. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's also, you don't even see me like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's very good. Very niche, but very good. But what Sam said is narcissists. She went a little more general. Mm. Narcissist. <laughs> I love and hate narcissists. I do attract them though. <laughs> right. Okay. So what product, Jenny, can you not live without? The more frivolous, the better. Water. I'm sure she said that. Oh my God. No, like beyond basic survival. No, I'm upset. she calls me the camel because she thinks that really? I so much water. Sparkling okay. deeper. That comes later. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. What product can I not live without? Product. Yeah. Product service. And think, like Jenny, product. of a connection that we have. Or service. Mm-hmm. Service. Oh, it's product. Product. Okay. Oh my God. What do I know? Okay. I'll shut up. Uh, that I cannot live without. Oh my God. That's. I mean, Botox. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. It. You got it. Finally. You you got it. Wait, Sai, you do Botox? I do. Yeah. We did a deal what? with Jenny. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. my God. I love that again. <laughs> no, Jenny was the best spokesperson in the history of the planet. No, I love that for you guys. Yeah. I mean, that's what a connection. Okay. So <laughs> what is your most memorable argument with Sam? Jenny, what's the most memorable argument that you guys have had? Well, we had one recently that was gnarly. Is she is she referring to that one? 
I don't know if it would, no, it doesn't sound like she is. This is like, yeah, no, I don't think she is. There's actually several that are like fantastic. <laughs> okay. One Take your time. One time, one time she was mad that like I ate like, <laughs> she bought these like cheese puffs from Trader Joe's and she was mad because like we lived together and I don't know, I must've eaten them. I'm just like a, a disaster. And my sister's like, I mean, she has like, Vir she's like a Virgo Libra cusp, so everything's like very like perfect. And right. living with like a Gemini is a nightmare for somebody like that. <laughs> um, anyway, I ate these cheese puffs and she was so pissed. So then one day she came home and I literally, she pulled the sheets out from, she went to pull up her bed and to get into her bed. And it was like, there are cheese puffs everywhere. Oh my God. There wasn't cheese puffs. Like I was nuts. Um, <laughs> there was that. And then another good one was like, and then I'm still not over. Please tell us. The fact that when we were children, she, oh. took, she took red fucking marker and drew all over the back of my dad's like fabric chairs, dining chairs. And when my dad came home, she's like, he's like, who did this? And she's like, oh my literally God. I was punished too. And to this day, whenever I try to set like my 75 year old father down and tell him like, <laughs> you know, I didn't do that. Right. He's like, I mean, oh. you know, what? And I'm like, no, I need you to say the words. Like, you know, I didn't do it. He's like, oh. You were the older one. Like you should have been more responsible. I was like, I'm 16 months older. Are you? <laughs> oh man, Sam, how could you? Okay. That is not the fight she said though. She said it was over Jenny drinking too much sparkling at Sam, at her house, at Sam's house. That's like, <laughs> that fight happened. That has happened more than once. Like that always happens. Uh, it's like <laughs> recurring. Okay. No. I love that. Okay. <laughs> so what is your hands down favorite trip that you've ever taken together? Well, we went like on this like amazing, like, well, I don't know, actually. I've had some fun trips with her. I mm -hmm. I would say we had a great time. We went to the Virgin Islands for Jason's Yes. Tour. Yes. You got it. You got it. That's exciting. Okay, good. We love that. Okay. So what is one talent that Sam has that people will be shocked to know? Hmm. She's a really good cook and she doesn't ever cook. She doesn't okay. cook a lot. She's so good at it. She's multi-talented. Hey. Keep keep going. Keep going. That wasn't the answer. <laughs> okay. It wasn't. It was an obvious one. An obvious one to me that uh, that people don't know you have. Yeah. Who haven't Googled me? Oh, that she sings. Yeah. Yes. I know. Oh, I wasn't everybody sure. knows I wasn't that. Sure, like that was too obvious. No, I love that. I didn't no, know that. No, we appreciate that. We love a clarity. Yeah, we love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're here for it. So, um, Jenny, what three famous people, living or dead, would you want at um, your fantasy dinner party? Who would you have? Three people. These answers were hysterical. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I've thought about this a lot. Actually, it's funny. Um, okay, I would want David Bowie. Okay. I would want to have. Thomas Mann. Oh Whoa. my God. Not, not on the list, nor was Bowie. Keep going. Yeah. I would want to have Tim Curry. <laughs> oh, that's one should have had. Yeah. No, believe it or not. No, you got to yeah. keep going. No, none of those were on the list. I can't believe you're not getting the most obvious. Tim Curry. I can't believe you, Sam. Um, <laughs> Madonna? <laughs> No, no but she's, she's not, she's not invited either. Okay. Do you want me to tell you it's yeah, I'm dying. Okay. Mr. Teets, 
Oh yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Mr. Teats would be like, okay. Henry Miller. Yes, for sure. And, and Kelly Wurstler. Totally. I'm obsessed with Kelly Wurstler. And <laughs> I actually like, it's weird because Samantha's husband like works with her and I'll be like, so funny. what's Kelly like in person? <laughs> And that I, is so funny. Sai, you know Kelly Wurstler, right? The interior. No, the designer. I feel like yeah, that's yeah. a big get for Kelly, like being invited to that dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's pretty great though. That's so funny. I love that. So hot to me. I think she's like the hottest. I yes, literally awesome. like sent her a DM this morning because uh, I want her to wear like some Alice and Olivia and she hasn't written me back and I'm feeling anxiety because I'm like, what if she never writes back? <laughs> I want to watch her masterclass too. Have you seen yes. those commercials? I don't know, but I buy everything she wears. If she's like in a harness, I'm like, I harnesses are in. <laughs> no, she's chic. She's elevated. She's very chic. Okay. Um, so Jenny, if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Almond butter. Oh my God. <laughs> think a little more soul. like think a little more highbrow, like a little more, you know. She? You could order. Yeah. Yes. Sushi. Yes. You got it. You got it. Okay, but I love, I also love almond butter. Okay. I will eat almond, almond butter forever. I'm going to be like bathing in almond butter. Totally. Okay. So besides your phone, Jenny, what's one material item that you would choose to bring on a deserted island? And not like computer, nothing like that. Wait, so it's besides your phone and it's like one thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a... Um, I'm, a, I'm a, like, it's not necessary. I'm trying to... Like a super hot guy. Yes, I love that. That's not the answer, but I mean, I love that. That's not what Sam said. That is the answer, but that's not what Sam said. What Sam said was sparkling water. <laughs> For sure. So I would need like, I would need a bunker just made out of sparkling water bottles filled with sparkling water inside. <laughs> I love that though. That's so funny. Like I'm going to need water on this island, but it's got to be sparkling. We need to get you an endorsement for sparkling water. Like, hello. Yes. I've like, been begging for that my whole life. I'm no, this is crazy. Brands out there listening. Hello. Hello. Okay. I mean, Jason doesn't <laughs> drink. So like you can imagine how a sparkling fucking water we drink in this house. Right, 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 right. A lot. Okay, so, um, and then finally, if Jenny, if you and Sam had a theme song, what would it be? Oh my God. Um, I know it's so open-ended and there are so many songs. So many songs. Is it of a from a certain era? <sighs> what would you say, Sam? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> But like, think about it. You guys are like two beautiful sisters, just like living your lives. Mom related, like related to mom, kind of. 80s. The song is, is it Edge of Seven, Seven Edge of Seventeen? No. Love is it <laughs> Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper? No, no but, but that's also there. a great song. That sounds like yeah. that would be fitting too. But she put down Maneater, which I love. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, but that's like literally, if you had said, what song is your mom? Like, <laughs> I said mom, I said mom related, yeah. Right, My right, mom right. like had a shirt that said Maneater on it. Stop, <laughs> I love your mom. <laughs> oh my God, my I mom <laughs> honestly have fun with my mom. That's too good. Okay. So the next part, which is also like one of our favorite parts of the show, is where we ask you guys to give us some receipts. So we want to see the last text message exchange or like the last DM between you guys, whatever is like more interesting or more 
more funny. <laughs> I'm on my phone. She can show you the, yeah. the last text. It was kind of funny. Yeah, huh? unless you're talking shit about our podcast, like skip that part. <laughs> you were like, this is so annoying. It's <laughs> actually funny, Jen. Can you show them? <laughs> okay. So Samantha said probability this hol- holiday season is going to be 100%. Um, weird is 100%. And then I said, I sent a picture of Sid. And then I wrote, <laughs> want to date me? And she writes, duh. And then <laughs> and I wrote, LOL. So that was the last. That's episode. good. That's good. We love that. <laughs> okay. So this is the last part of the podcast. And this is where we really see if you guys are real Judy's. Like, are you prepared for emergencies? Do you know your stuff? So there's 10 questions. It's true or false <laughs> or multiple choice. And you can answer together. Okay. Okay. And each each um, episode, we have a theme. This is a winter edition. So okay. Sam, I know you're in LA, but work with us here. <laughs> okay. okay. Question one. What city in the United States receives the most snow each year? Is it A, Buffalo, New York, B, Duluth, Minnesota, C, Nome, Alaska, or D, Rochester, New York? Buffalo? Minnesota? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're both wrong. It's D, Rochester, which receives uh, an average of 94 inches of snow every year, a place we do not need to go. No, but you know what, Ty? It's just like Canada. Just like Canada. just like Canada. Yeah, yeah. We you know guys, how that goes. The West Coast, like when I moved here, they were like, "Do you ever go out east?" I was like, "I thought I was out east." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, fact or fiction? Each year, we use 22 million tons of salt on U.S. roads. That equates to 137 pounds of salt per person. True. True. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Okay. Question three. If you're stuck at home without power during a winter storm, what's the safest way to use an electric space heater? A, plugged into an extension cord. B, keep it plugged in all the time. C, both of the above. Or D, none of the above. None of the above. That is correct. It's much safer to plug (laughs) a heater directly into the wall socket. Okay, you're a Judy. No, Samantha, yeah, you you're a Judy. Are, yeah, We're already yeah, feeling definitely. it. Yeah. Yep. Question four. What percentage of ice and snow injuries occur while in cars? A, 25%. B, 45%. C, 60%. D, 70%. 70. Mm. 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 So the answer is D, it's 70%, which living in Canada, the two car accidents I got in were both happened like because of black guys. Same, same. I know everyone loves to talk about black guys too in Canada. It's a Canadian thing. It's like, it's like ice you can't really see and you don't know is there, which is by the way, everywhere. Oh my God. (laughs) In Canada. No. So it's like all people talk about, right, Ty? Oh, it's a constant conversation. Okay. talk about black guys too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you get stuck in your car during a storm, you should A, run the motor about 10 minutes each hour for heat, B, clear snow from the exhaust pipe to avoid gas poisoning, D, tie a bright colored cloth, preferably red, to your antenna or door to be visible to rescuers, D, all of the above. D, all of the above. That's right. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. Nice, guys. Okay, this one I feel like we're going to get because of COVID and we've been doing temperatures so much. 
What low, de low degree body temperature is considered an emergency? A, 99 degrees, B, 97 degrees, or C, 95 degrees? 95. That's correct. That was an easy one. Okay. True or false, if you are experiencing signs of hypothermia, the first part of your body you should begin to warm up are your extremities, hands, arms, legs, and feet. I think true. True. That is false. Start <laughs> by warming the center of your body first, chest, neck, head, and groin. Keep dry and wrapped in warm blankets. If I were in charge. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just put mittens on him and walked away. No, totally. Like who even, yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay, this is the last question. So far, you guys are like 50% Judy. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. What is one of the easiest things you can do to keep your pet safe during the winter? A, buy them a pet jacket. B, don't let them play in the snow. Or C, wipe their paws. Don't let them play in the snow? Jenny? I say wipe their paws. Jenny, you would be correct. It's so important to wipe their paws after each trip outside. The ice melting chemicals or the rock yeah, salt, the salt that they throw on the sidewalk and streets can cause serious irritations. See, Samantha's Aww. in California. She doesn't have to deal I'm, with that. I'm a California right. Judy. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, we love a tropical Judy. We're here for you. <laughs> we do. <laughs> well, okay. Sam... And Jenny, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.